Hello. Welcome back to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast. It's episode number 14. So every school and classroom contains students who are struggling. We know this. Many times students start struggling back in elementary school. And that struggle continues. It follows them through to graduation if they graduate, assuming that they don't drop out. But as teachers... What do we do when we identify a student who's struggling? What do we do when we get to a kid or a kid comes to our classroom that obviously is struggling, doesn't have the skills that they need to be able to perform at our level? What do we do? I know the answer seems obvious. Help them, right? Help them. That's how we're, what we're supposed to do. That seems so obvious, but then you start thinking about it. How? What do we do to get them the help that they need? How do we get them the skills that they need to be successful? That right there, that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey, I'm Jessica Curtis of Everyday Teaching Adventures. I'm a boy mom and a veteran teacher. You're listening to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast, where we talk all about helping students succeed academically, socially, and behaviorally. I hope you stick around. Every year, teachers have students in their classrooms who are struggling to learn the skills, the content, the benchmarks, the the standards that they need to be able to be successful at that grade level and to move on to future grade levels. When that happens, teachers try to fill those gaps in so that the students are able to meet the benchmarks at their grade or subject level. The problem is that, as you know, (laughs) as a teacher, Due to time, teaching expectations, oh my goodness, teaching expectations, the resources, the training that the teachers have or don't have, that's why the true deficits aren't really addressed or fixed. Starting as early as kindergarten, students may begin to struggle. We see so many students coming into kindergarten with delays in language, for example, These delays impact their listening comprehension, their phonics acquisition, their math skills. It's a global issue. And those kindergarten teachers, they work really hard. Oh, if you're a kindergarten teacher, hats off to you. I've been there. You all are heroes, true heroes. Those teachers, those kindergarten teachers work so hard to expose the students to language, to that language-rich environment. That's the catchphrase that we always use. (laughs) But... The students are already behind. They're in kindergarten and they're already behind. And these teachers are already working to help catch them up. As the curriculum progresses, even during the school year, the kindergarten year, gaps in student learning become more pronounced and it impacts their future learning. By third grade, what started as small skill deficits, it's blossomed into a student who's unable to read and comprehend on grade level or complete math facts or word problems. All those skills that, that they were lacking earlier on, now it's really going to come to a head when you get to third grade. 
So what do we do? First, let's give some mad respect to the early years teachers who are so often overlooked for resources because, I'm going to say it, they aren't a testing grade. They're teaching way more than how to walk in a line or work in centers, all those things. They are trying to lay that foundation for all the future learning. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we all need to start advocating for those early year teachers, that K through two, those, those really young kids for those teachers to be getting the resources that they need so that that solid foundation is set and beautiful for those kids so that by the time they get to third grade, we don't have skill deficits like we're seeing right now. But what about the students in your class right now? Advocating for those earlier teachers to get more resources and to get supports for those kids to to fix those skill deficits early on, that is wonderful and that is something that we definitely need to be banding together to work toward. But what do you do right now if you're a eighth grade teacher, uh, I don't know, uh, an 11th grade chemistry teacher? What do you do right now about the students that are coming into your classroom this school year? I think the first step in that is learning to appreciate the learning differences that your students have. For more on that, check out episode 10, and there is a freebie there. It's pretty cool. So I definitely think that that first step, we got to learn to appreciate those learning differences. The next step in helping those struggling learners is identifying the root cause of the struggle. For example... A student struggling with multiplication facts may not truly understand addition or maybe even, I hate to say it, basic number sense. A student struggling in reading comprehension might not be a fluent reader due to poor decoding skills or poor sight word recognition. By identifying the root cause of the struggle, by really digging down deep into what's causing the issues, Teachers can really start to make a plan about how to address that issue. I really, really, really want to urge you to look deeper than the skill struggle that the student is having in your classroom right now. If you can find or figure out the prerequisite skill deficits and address those issues, those underlying issues, that's going to impact so many more areas than just this one specific skill that you're focusing on in your grade level. So for example, I've worked with elementary, middle school, high school teachers at length with this, but let's just say you're a fifth grade math teacher and your student that you're working with is struggling with word problems that involve multiplication and division. Okay, and I know my fifth grade teachers are going, "Uh uh-huh, yep, I've got all those in my classroom right now. Yep, I've gotcha. Some of the reasons that those students might be struggling with those word problems, those multiplication and division word problems, it could be something as simple as they're struggling with reading comprehension. They can't read the word problem. Why can't they read the word problem? It could be that they're not a fluent reader because of poor sight word recognition because of poor decoding skills. I'll put that one aside for right now because we're talking about math. 
If you're a math teacher, you really just want to think about math right now. So if that student is struggling with multiplication and division word problems, okay, they might be struggling because they don't know their multiplication facts. Well, why didn't they learn their multiplication facts? Did they not truly understand what we're doing when we're multiplying? Okay, if we, if we don't understand what we're doing when we're multiplying, do we understand what we're doing when we're adding? Do we understand, do we really know what adding multiples of the same digit together does? If we can get down to that level and we find out these students don't have good addition and subtraction math facts, if we help them at that level, then all the layers above that are going to be improved. You're going to see a better understanding. If they understand their addition math facts, guess what? They're going to understand adding fractions a little bit better too, adding decimals a little bit better. It all builds on itself. If those kids have that, that basic foundation, everything else above it gets stronger. So by giving them the supports in basic addition, I know it sounds, oh, it sounds so frustrating when you're a fifth grade teacher and you're trying to do so many things with these kids and trying to get them to that grade level standard that you have to meet by the end of the year. But when you think about how you can really give them the tools that they need, digging down and figuring out what is the root cause for the problem, then you can address it and you can help them really make really good progress. The other side of the house, my reading people, you know what I'm going to talk about. If they're struggling with reading comprehension, maybe it's because of fluency, right? If the kids aren't fluent, why aren't they fluent in reading? Is it sight word identification? It could be. Is it decoding skills? It very well could be. Is it a little bit of a language issue with the the vocabulary? We don't have a good, strong vocabulary base that we're working on. If we can dig down and figure out where is the deepest problem, uh, let's say it's decoding or sight words. If we can work on that skill and improve that skill, then we're helping them all the way up by simply helping them with their sight words and really getting their sight word fluency down, they're going to be able to read every text, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, science, social studies, they will be able to read more confidently in across the board. So I really, I really want to urge you, no matter what level you are at, if you can look at your student and really hone in on what is specifically causing the difficulty that you're seeing in your classroom, that is really the first step to making some huge, huge gains with that student. Okay, okay, I hear you. I understand. I hear you. Now that I've said all that, you're probably saying, uh, great, Jessica, now that I know what the issue is, and by the way, it's not in my curriculum, and I don't have time for this, what do I do now? Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll start talking and working through that issue next week. 
Thank you for listening to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast, episode 14. Please leave a comment, send me a message, let me know what you like about the show, let me know what questions you have, let me know how I can better support you as you're teaching whatever grade level you're working with, with those struggling learners. Of course, I'd love it if you left a rating for the podcast on iTunes, and I just want to thank you for listening. I really appreciate you listening to all of my rambling and craziness. I truly appreciate you. Until next time, may your coffee be strong, your roster actually prepared for you, and they give you the roster the first day back. <laughs>